Hey, what up, Dempsey? Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my abode online <laughs> with this with this dating app here. What do we got here? The um, not the dating app, the rules of engagement. Uh what the heck is this again? A podcast. Exactly. Oh my goodness. See, that's what happens when you do this stuff at work. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. So we this this episode is gonna be about how dating is like chess. And being that I don't know nothing about chess and you do, I wanted you to drop some knowledge about how to play chess. And I'm going to incorporate pieces of dating and I want you to help me figure this out and put put this this puzzle together how dating goes with um chess how it all works together okay okay, okay. all right all right so i'm gonna let you get started first i want you to tell me everything you know about chess and i'll jump in if i feel if i have a, a burning thought on my mind to to jump in well, I don't know too much about chess. I just know that the object of the game is to get the king cornered or trapped so that he has no more moves that he can make. And that's when the game goes into checkmate and the person wins. So... I was saying that in relation in, in relating to relationships and dating is like kind of like these guys be out here um, just all over the board just all over the board trying to make as many moves as possible and um, trying to get these females cornered well, that they feel like um, they feel like that they've conquered or won the game. Mm. If you want to say that. Mm. Corner them. Yeah. Tell me more about the cornering. And, and for everyone, everyone listening, we know I hope you know you can flip this for women too because we know women out here playing chess too. Obviously, you have a woman on the line here who's a master at playing chess. So, you know, hopefully she ain't, you know, saying like using it uh, for, for, I hope she's using it for the good. I hope she's using it for the good in dating. But anyway, so tell me more about the cornering. I want to hear more about how that happens. When someone's cornered, then what? Like, I have no clue. Like, tell me more. Like, uh, when you're cornered, that means that your opponent your opponent has got you to the point where you can make no more moves there is nowhere for you to go nothing for for you to do but to um to concede Ooh. meaning you won i can't do nothing else i can't go nowhere else there's no more possible moves oh my goodness and then what happens when you when that person is cornered and they can't make any more moves what happens with that piece on the board? Like, I don't even visually know what this looks like. So when they're cornered, that's it? Like, what happens with the piece? That's, I mean, the opponent can take the piece off the board, Ooh, take it out of play. piece off the board. That's, we need a moment of silence for that part. Right there. Take the piece off the board. Oh my God. Out of the game. Okay. Out oh, of the what game. Else? Yep. What else? What else? Yeah, they can take your piece off the board and you can no longer use that piece oh or God. use that strategy because you, you can't go any further with it. Oh my God, because there's multiple pieces for each opponent, right? Right. Because two people are playing. something different. So now hold piece, on. Okay. Before you talk about each piece, I just want to say this real quick. That getting, getting that piece out of the game, being able to take that piece out the game makes me think about how a man or a woman can discard you after they've played their little moves, made all their moves and cornered you and did whatever with you. They can then discard you and be like, you out. Pretty if they're not serious about moving forward in dating to have an end goal of what I would like to say uh, people's goals should be. 
is a long-term lifelong partner if that's not the end game well that could be the end game too but and if you don't meet all the requirements or standards they can discard you too but it just makes me think about the discarding because once a person discards you you're out unless they really need to go back and get you but for the most part they're already on to the next to the next person to see how that person fits in with their game and now back to this cornering if they leave them in the game then what happens they're just stuck standing there or what they're just stuck yes until they can figure out a way to get their peace from being trapped oh wow hold on I'm so glad you said that so this is deep there's hope if they leave you in the game yes so there's times when people are dating you where they're like, hmm, I know I cornered you and I could discard you right now, but for whatever reason, if you have any worth left for them to be able to use you for something. And when I say use, I mean, like, there's just, there's a benefit. That's what I mean. Um, for you being staying in the game, they'll leave you in. Maybe, and they could love the thrill of the game. They can love to see how you get out. Maybe they can learn something from you, but there is a benefit you serve some purpose that they leave you in the game, even though they know they cornered you. They 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 know they won, but for whatever reason, they're like, you know what? I ain't just gone. I ain't just gonna kill you yet. I ain't just gone. And I don't mean like murder. I mean, well, serial killers do that. But anyway, um, they know they they've won, but for whatever reason, they can leave you in to make a move. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, what were you going to say about the extra pieces? This is deep. This is deep already. Okay. That um, each piece in the chess game moves a certain way. Like, you got the queen. The queen can move whichever want to on the board. But you got the rook, the pawn, and the bishop would maybe only move diagonal or um, in the L shape or you got yeah different pieces that can only move certain ways so once you get all of your pieces to cooperate with each other that's when you can take over the board but you, oh wow you have to get all of your pieces working together mm. yeah wow so that's beyond me once oh keep going once you get all your pieces working together then they can conquer the opponent so it's a guarantee once once all your pieces are working together it's a guarantee it's that you can conquer your... it's not a guarantee because you gotta remember chess is a game of foreseeing getting your pieces to work together but also being able to predict what mm. your opponent is gonna do so if you can get your pieces working together and then at the same time p- try to predict what your p- opponent is going to do or what move they're going to make next, then that gives you a better chance of winning the game, if that makes sense. Okay, for the most part, let me let me see if I can clarify some things for myself. So... I'm thinking of two things happening right here, two major pieces. If you get all your pieces working together, that gives you an advantage, but it does not guarantee that you'll win. Right. Okay. Now, if you have all your pieces working together and you you are really good at predicting your person's next move, you have a better chance at winning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and obviously if both people are great at chess and both people are doing this, that's what makes the game a game. Yes. Okay, so what if you don't get all your pieces working together, but you're able to predict your person's next move? You're still at a dis I'm assuming you're still at a disadvantage because you 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 may know your person's next move, but your pieces aren't where they need to be to prevent them from making a move. Exactly. Ah, see now we're talking. So when we're dating, you can have all the knowledge mm-hmm. you want about, oh, this guy can make this move on me. Oh, this person's predictable. I know what they're going to do next. But if you don't have an offensive way to prevent that from happening, 
bro, you out the game. Right. Like, they're going to still make a move on you and succeed because you didn't have a way to prevent that move they were making on you. Yes. And that makes me think about how, for example, you can say, oh, I know this guy is going to try to start buying me stuff. I'm just throwing something generic out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if your weakness is gifts. Exactly. And, and you ain't you ain't arm yourself up to have the, whatever your strategy is to keep you from being wooed over by gifts and he stopped buying you stuff. You basically saw your killer coming and let him kill you. Yep. Yeah. But if you can figure out what your guard would be, like, you know, your right. weakness is gifts. So then just, what is your guard? Just like in chess where you got to always make sure that one piece is protect another piece. Oh, my God. So now we're really talking. Yeah. So if your weakness is gifts and you don't have anything to protect you from getting taken down from by your weakness, then you're just <gasps> going to end up being trapped. Oh, my goodness. And being at his mercy. Oh. And see, when I think of the word mercy, I got to preach right here. I got to preach right here. I Googled that definition several times. And what I've come to the conclusion of, or synthesis of, mercy is the meaning of mercy is when somebody is basically at your wilt or at your submission. I'm probably not using those words right. But for somebody to punish you or give you a certain type of consequence Mm -hmm. and you can't stop them because they're the one in power and in authority to be able to penalize you. Mm -hmm. But if they have mercy, they're withholding that. So they're not taking advantage of their position, their authority position. Right. And that's like leaving you on the board, even though they know that they can trap you and take you out. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I'm just gonna leave but her you are... over there and make her sweat a little bit mm. while I go and play with these other pieces on the board. Wow, that means you love the game and you got a lot of confidence, and you like, hey, let's make this a little interesting, mm-hmm. and let me get a high off of seeing you sweat and seeing you tremble. And that's, see, that's the danger in dating too, because if people aren't serious and they love the game more than they do the goal of true love, finding true love, it reminds me of cat and mouse, how cats, I own a cat and I've studied cats and how cats don't just go get their, the mouse and eat it. They torture it first. I mean, I watched this thing. This cat saw the mouse, Mm -hmm. would crouch, watch it, run after it, catch it, then let it go. I said, shut your mouth. Then do the same thing again. And this cat, I mean, this cat played with this mouse for over an hour of just crouching, looking around, chasing it. Because they love the game. Yeah. Now, once they decide, okay, I'm done chasing you and catching you and chasing you and catching you, my high is gone off of that now. Now I'm just gone. Now I'm going to just physically torture you. And they literally, well, I mean, the chasing and catching is a part of the torture, but they intense the torture, pouncing on it, banging its head around, swinging it. I mean, like, just eat the doggone thing. Right. But that's how you know, like, I don't know what it is, the ravaging. And I mentioned this on my other episodes about humans having a part of their brain, which is reptile. It's their lower natured uh, part of their brain where they deal with the physiological parts of their body. Um, the need area where, you know, they need their uh, their food, their water. Um, I was thinking of the Maslow's hierarchy of hierarchy of needs um, pyramid. Okay. But that lower natured part of people's needs how they just become very reptile and very cold-blooded and how they get their needs met and the more desperate and the more um what's the word i'm looking for i'm just gonna say parched parched they are at having those needs met the more they're gonna do to get it Mm. 
And then all of a sudden they're in a mindset of we're at all costs. Yes. If it's at the expense of your life, I'm going to get this need met because my self-preservation has, has kicked in. And that's just what that reminds me of. So why I always go off in the deep end. So the cat and mouse. Oh, that's what I was talking about. The, um, the, the watching you sweat. They know you lost already, but they like, you know what? I'm just going to, I, I like watching you sweat and tremble and be I love feeling the power over you. And a, and right, to prolong right. the game. Prolong the inevitable. Oh, <gasps> prolong the inevitable. Almost having a high. This might be the same thing of delayed gratification almost. Getting a high off delaying their gratification. Yeah. Cause what 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 fun is it if you just win so fast? Right. Yeah. Like I want to feel this win. I want to. I want to drag out the win. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Keep. Going. I want to put so emphasis on my win. Oh, I want to put. <laughs> oh my God. I want to put an emphasis yeah. on my win. This is an undeniable win that will be glorified when this is all said and done. I want you to see how much strategy I have. Yeah. I want you to look me in the eye and watch me consume you. Oh my God. Okay, keep going, keep going. But yeah, I just think that's very interesting how you can um, relate the game of chess to dating and relationships. Right. But yeah. So tell me about the king because you said the queen what now go back over the king and queen and then my next thought hopefully I don't forget is what does the end of the game actually look like so let's start with the king and queen what are their what do they do what can they can it can and cannot do and what all the pieces on the board are there to protect the king the Mm. king even even the queen queen. the queen is some people say the most oh, powerful piece on the board because she can move as many squares as she wants and she can move in any direction she wants. Mm. And as far as the king goes, I like to con- consider the king as like a, a old man because he can move in any direction but he can only move one square at a time. He can't go all over the board. I mean, he can go all over the board, but it's going to take him a while to get there because he can only move. He can only make one move at a time. Wow. Hold on. Let me just... Wow. So, it can be viewed as a weakness, but it can also be viewed as a strength because if the whole game is to protect the king, you don't want to put the king on the front line. And you don't want him being able to do, like, make moves, uh, like, take any amount of steps that he wants and comes out in front and gets himself killed. But at at all times, at all times, a piece has to be protecting the king, yes. Protecting yep. the king, so not maybe not necessarily in front, but just protecting them by strategy, or literally in protecting front. him by strategy, because okay. you can never okay. let okay. an That's... opponent get in a position to take out the king. Mm. Ooh. So even if you okay. gotta sacrifice the queen, even if you gotta sacrifice a bishop or rook or whatever, you gotta protect that king. How many pieces are in this game? I'm just curious. Random question. Two bishops, two rooks, two knights, a king and a queen, and then um, that's eight pieces, and then eight pawns. Mm, jeez. Wow. You know how people say you're just a pawn yeah. in the game? Oh, my God. Those must be the weakest Yes, ones. those are the pieces that are in front of the taller pieces and back. See? Wow. And that's what I like to call a peon. Oh my God, I feel like there need to be a whole nother, I either need a private session on chess or we need to do a whole nother episode or both because I really want to talk more and learn more about each piece 
and I don't know how long that would take because I don't know chess. But as soon as you said pawn, like I'm already thinking about what I know about these positions in real life, like what a king does, what a queen does, uh, just generally. You know, I think about how the word pawn is used. I don't know much about bishop, knights, and rooks or whatever, but it's still just between knowing a little bit about king, queens, and pawns, or how the term pawn is used, already lets me know there's levels to this in terms of status Mm -hmm. and power and who's the most important. Yeah. And pawns sound like they're the least important and they have the least amount of uh, power like options to be able to make moves with right because no? only the pawn can only move forward and take see, out yeah. see what I'm talking about yeah god let's see wow chess really is life because the more you talk about it the more I can see like wow but you gotta re- if the pawn can make it from one side of the board to the other side of the board where the king and the queen are lined up at at the other end he could do damage he can um he can become something better. Like, yeah. Ooh. So you can trade out your pawn for one of their bigger yes. people. A pawn can even become Hold on. it can become anything except for a king. So it can become a queen. It can become a, a um a knight, a bishop, or a rook. But it gotta make it all the way to the other side of the board without being taken out. Oh see now that's deep because I could think of a situation <laughs> that I'm in right now right now but I'm not gonna put my business on the podcast but I'm gonna put it like this there was a pawn in this situation it wasn't it wasn't me and this little pawn made some moves and I was like some stuff I wasn't willing to do but you gotta do what you gotta do to get to the end of the board so you can get so she can be a queen listen listen <laughs> listen yeah. I ain't cornered though. Let's be clear. I ain't cornered. But I can bow out because, like I said, I don't know that I'm willing to do some of this stuff to get to this. Like, is, is it that important for me to protect this king? Is he really a king? Oh, come on and preach. Because mm. if, 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 if he ain't worth it, I don't want, I don't want this chest. Right. I, don't want, I ain't trying to. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. <laughs> Wowzers. Okay. So. The pawn gets to the other end of the chessboard, and you just—how do you decide what piece you want? You just—you get like, to decide. You, yeah, I want to be a queen now. I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, nah. so you just choose whichever one mm-hmm. you want. It don't matter. Long as the pawn gets to the other yep. side, you can choose whoever you want, wherever they, and you can pull from wherever they are on the board. Right? Like if let's say you see your pawn makes it to their other end. And you see a queen or you see a whatever rookie or whatever, mm-hmm. rook, rook, whatever bishop in a position that looks like it's a threatening position. You could be like, you know what? I want to be a rook because that rook is in a position that can make a, a, a serious move and you want to stop no. that. No, so, no, no, no. Okay. So if the no. pawn okay. makes it to the other side of the board. And okay. say, I want to be a queen. Guess what? It's going to be two queens on that board for that team. Ah. Uh, wait, so they're not pulling the person. Where are they getting this other queen from? Off the board or off, off the, the side? side? I don't even know where these pieces are. Put an extra piece on there. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're not. You're see, not I'm, taking. Because I don't even know the setup taking, of the game. You're just adding to it. Oh, shut your mouth. We just gonna make the game more interesting when my pawn get to the others. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if it's already a queen that's trying to protect the king and that pawn make it to the other side of the board and that pawn decide, I want to be a queen too. You just gonna have two. Shut your yeah. mouth. Okay, so hold on. Let me picture this board real quick. So you have pieces both people have how many pieces does each person have on the board at the beginning of the board um 16 so each person has 16 yes. on the board each person has 16, 16 on the board pieces because you got the eight major pieces and eight pawns for each side of the yeah each side 
hold on. So at, there's a total of, hope I get my math right here, 32 pieces on yes. the board? There are 32 pieces on the board at one time? At, at the, the beginning? When you start playing, yes. Oh my God. And how many are on the side? None. Because no pieces have went out yet. Ah, uh, so by the time your pawn makes it to the end, there's there's a okay. So I'm missing a piece of the game. Uh, look, literally a piece of the okay. If your pawn made it to the end, that means other other pieces have have already been taken out of the game because of you making certain moves to corner people to take them out. Quite possibly, yes. I've never heard of a pawn that, making it to the other end of the board without taking out. No pieces right, being yeah. on the side. Okay. This is deep. This is getting even deeper. So, see, I used to compare dating to sports, but now it's just, this game just got, just listen, it just, it just got real. Sports ain't got nothing on chess to compare to dating because, see, what I'm thinking about with dating, I mean, with sports, is how there's a roster mm-hmm. of people and how you, you're you benching some, you're starting some, you're pulling them, you know what I'm saying, pulling them on and pulling them off and all that. And it just made me think about the chess, how it's similar to that, but a greater scale, greater scheme of things where you are taking pieces out how could I say this? You're you're starting with a lot of pieces. That's what I'm thinking about. You're you're eight. What you said, sixteen yes. pieces. Your sixteen pieces reminds me of like a roster yes. on a on a sports team. And so this is your team. And here are the moves. Well, actually, I guess it could still be similar, but I just still love chess better. I just love because I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if sports was designed after chess. I'm just saying, sound like chess is the whole apply that to almost anything because even in sports you have you have um, strategies in place to get to the other side yes. of the field. Or, you know, well, I'm thinking football or, uh, and I mean for basketball to score on them. It's, it's, and it makes you think about all the terms that are used during dating, scored on her or gamed you, played you, um, checkmate. You know what I'm saying? This is yes. Because this is the mindset that people have when they're dating. And most of the time, it feels like most of the time, maybe it's half the time, people are not really trying to go for true love. It's like there's more people out there enjoying the game more than they are, you know, um, looking for true love to be with for the rest of their life. And the fact that most of these people on the board and mostly people in the game just enjoy the game, they never want to quit. Right. They never want to retire. Why should I go retire? What's the worth? What's the benefit? You know, when there's just so much fun in learning new strategies and new plays and, you know, and especially with dealing with human beings, human beings are these living organisms that can sometimes be unpredictable, can sometimes be wild cards. Oh, look, speaking <laughs> of that game, wild card, poker yeah. face. Like, and you're dealing with human beings and you're playing with minds. No wonder people love to play mind games and manipulate. Because you a bad, you a bad mama papajama when you can control something that you're not inside right. of. Just by simply making different moves to make you think certain things and do certain things that play right into what yep. I wanted you to do. Shut your they mouth. All the whole time that oh. you on top of the game when it really is just a setup. Ooh, wee! It's just this, and I like how when we first were talking about this, when you uh, not on this podcast, not on this episode, but offline, we were talking, and you said you got to be able to see the whole board. You got to be able to see the the whole picture. Yeah. And if you can't see the whole picture and the whole board, which is knowing your opponent's moves, and like you said today, your opponent's moves, and getting your pieces you know your strategies your offensive plays in order you're out of yeah. luck because one rule that i have in chess is whenever it's my turn to make a move i look at each opponent move or each i look at where each opponent each of one of my opponent's pieces are situated and try to figure out well if they're right there what can they do from that spot 
what can they do from this spot? How can they come at me from whatever way or whatever, however they're situated on the board? And you have to do that. Well, I don't say you have to, but I do that from every, every time it's my turn. I look at the board. I try to predict where exactly are they going from this point. It's just like when you're in a relationship and you be like, okay, right now we're right here. If we're right here right now, where can he go from here? Where can he go from this? What can we do from this? And look at every single... You can't be, you can't be slipping. Mm. See that? See, a couple things I thought about while you were talking and even earlier that just came back to my mind. How like football players... I don't, all schools don't do this. I don't think my school did this, but I heard from football players that like when they make certain plays, and I might be butchering this a little bit, they get stickers on their helmets. And it just makes me think about how like, imagine a football player with that mindset out dating. I need to get my sticker. And even thinking about like children in the classroom, you know, I'm a teacher, we're teachers. And it's all about everything is, re- is a reward system. And if you don't feel the reward or the accomplishment, which I think goes with the brain chemical dopamine, um, someone y'all have to double check that. Um, people, if they don't feel a recognition, a, re- a reward, they're not going to be interested. And the game is more interesting than getting to the, like you said earlier, accomplishing something too quick. It's like, I want to be able to apply these strategies I want to earn it I want to work for it but now now no one wants to overwork where you're like depleting yourself you know but it's just making me think about all that or like notches on your belt I don't know what sport that comes from but notches on your belt what is that I don't even know but sounds like you once you worked for it you won something and now you got this notch so you got men out here and women for that matter getting notches on their belt, getting stickers on their helmets and from making plays on people and they don't want to retire. They don't want to settle. They don't want to get out the game because they're just feeling too powerful and then they get, they got too much of an ego boost and their authority, you know, feeling their authority and their power when they have prey under them, when they have somebody submitting and when they have somebody yeah, at their mercy, as you put it. Okay. What's the other thing I was thinking about? What does the end of this game look like? Like, what does a winner of chess look like? What does the board look like? The pieces? Like, what does that look like? Um, at the end of the chess game, you just have to get the king in a position where he can make no more moves. Like, you have all okay. your pieces... You have all of your pieces arranged on a board where the king, wherever he go, it'll be checkmate. And checkmate Ooh. means like you're in a position to take him out. So you can do it with wow. four pieces on the board. You could do it with all of your pieces on the board. It doesn't matter how many pieces you have on the board, but you just got to get the king in a position where he can't make any more moves. And then you take him. No, the king, he's defeated. So technically, you just tip him over. <gasps> Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> this old man, you just tip him over. Yeah. Checkmate with one yes. of your pieces. Choose a piece, choose one. <laughs> Which, I mean, one that's, you know, whatever has them locked in just choose whichever one and you 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 knock them over and you say checkmate oh my god my ego might be too sensitive for that game be ready to fight like how people in the hood when they be shooting Mm, craps yeah they and they be out there throwing that money out there and somebody gets shot (laughs) at the end of it i'm just saying (laughs) just saying oh my god you gonna kick me over talking about checkmate yeah Oh okay, so and then what? Do you put your piece where the king was standing to no. visualize it, or you just knock him over? Just, just say, say checkmate. checkmate, and he know he he he, he busted. He, he ain't got nowhere else to go. He ain't got nothing else to do. The game, your is, game over. is over. 
Oh my god! You can no longer play wow, me. Sir. The game is over. <laughs> Ooh, you can no longer. Hold on. You know what? This is not. I gotta bring this up. This is real. It's about to get real for like thirty seconds or longer. There's a situation that went down. I think in New Orleans, like some years ago, and. I guess it was a woman allegedly dealing with a man who already had a woman. I don't know if he was married or if it was a fiance, but there was this other woman involved. She had kids and this was actually online. I don't know if the video's still there, but how about they had been going back and forth beefing and there was stuff all over the internet, like text messages, Facebook posts, you know, of her talking about this situation and then the news also had their two cents after what went down, what I'm about to tell you. But basically, whatever the last move she made, she thought she did something. Okay, I don't know what she thought she did, but I know, and, and this is the funny part, her Facebook said, uh, hated by many, confronted by none. See, every, I'm gonna go back to that. So how about whatever she did, this brother showed up to her house with her brother in the house with some type of I don't know I don't know gun sawed off rifle I might have just ran a bunch of words together that don't go together but it was a big gun he had the gun out he made her go on Facebook live apologize you couldn't really make out everything she was like saying names of people and he was kind of waving the gun a little bit and she said something like stop stop playing or something but you could tell buddy wasn't playing now in the video you can't see him you only see mm -hmm. his shadow and her brother was in the background he was like bring me this bring me that like he was asking the brother to do certain stuff so i don't know what the brother it wasn't nothing big it was like something small i just can't remember what he was asking the, the brother to do um but they let him in they obviously didn't think he was a threat right they let him in and yeah so he after she was done apologizing to the last people or she said enough he put that gun up to her head and shot her dead on live and then he said game over and he might have called her out a name yeah because when you sitting up and here then the playing games with people you always gotta remember that there's gonna be a winner and there's gonna be a loser oh you know what I'm saying God. and I'm like you can't Whew. some people are sore losers you know what I mean? And you don't know what, what mindset that person is in what, when you're playing games with them and they're putting all their all and their feelings and their emotions into this situation that you that they're in. Man, you ain't lying. Because again, we're dealing yeah. with human beings. Feelings mm -hmm. exist. They're very real. Yeah. For whatever reason, them, them ones of anger that come from the self-preservation to pr protect yourself, th them ones the realest seem like. Yeah. And um, even when people start, you know, like with the CTE with athletes with some uh, different contact sports, the, that's the, when they brain start degenerating. For whatever reason, those brain chemicals are released from that reptile that reptile part of the brain and they just go into yes. like killer mode and the same thing in in, in apparently Jesus. in some relationships uh -huh. like this person you think you mastering them and you playing a game and you're over here and you're playing with their feelings and their emotions and sometimes it don't turn out nice mm. checkmate right knocked yeah. over Right mm -hmm. in that grave. Bruh. Yeah. Boy, this this is kind of a heart throbbing episode. I ain't expected <laughs> to go this far, but this is it's real. And what's sad is like how when you talk about feelings being in the game and being sore losers, this is gonna be a biased statement, but I'm gonna say it anyway. When predators who started the whole thing lose how they got to go kill somebody after like kill their the person that they you know what I mean like for example they weren't able to get the person like they wanted to I don't have enough time um to go into that but like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think of something quick like there's a predator and mm -hmm. that's the prey and oftentimes we know about the prey snapping and having a crime of passion and 
you know, you played me and they go and do whatever to their to their partner or whoever they were, had their feelings and they were serious about, you know, the relationship another person wasn't. But there's also the flip side where the predator doesn't get what he was looking for. Actually, a story just came to my mind. Uh, another story was a domestic and the girl came over there to get her stuff and um, over here in North Minneapolis, I think it happened about a year or two ago, she went over to, to the guy's house to get her stuff. I can't remember if that was her child's father or not. She had a child because a child witnessed it, but she got all her stuff and supposedly he was abusive anyway. So she's supposed to be ending this relationship. She gr- grabbed all her stuff to leave. This joker shoot her from the back dead as she was walking out with mm. her stuff. You think you gonna leave me? Nah, that ain't gonna happen. You don't get to play me and leave the right. game. Right, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That, it, it really is. It really is. So you you probably started this foolishness. I was taking you seriously. I found out you're not taking me seriously. I want to leave the game and you like, nah. You I never I never planned on you leaving. So if you plan on walking away, I'm just gonna have to take you out. You never had an option to leave. Right. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't read the fine print when you entered this game with me. See, boy, and that's why my whole thing with this podcast is like people think it's a game. Yeah, it's a game till exactly. it's not. Exactly. And when I say not, checkmate. And till you knocked over. And it's like, you don't, like you said, you don't know the mental stability of where people are and how quick this can all pop off just from a first date. And I mentioned on one of my last episodes on how uh, this girl was dating some, uh, like, met a guy for the first time off of a dating app. Um, he said she wasn't worth the dinner, so I'm assuming he paid for it and allegedly beat her almost to death. And, and it's like, what? So if she was able to better screen or have a safer way of dating, um, maybe that wouldn't have happened to her. But I'm not blaming her either. Uh, what I'm trying to do is point out the fact that people aren't healthy out here but they out here dating because they got needs lower nature needs they need met and you out here thinking that you can just go on a date the dude pay for it and you good you gonna walk off not give them none or not not pay for your own dinner and I'm not saying women should give men some I'm saying they should be smarter on the front end with a lot of stuff not just with paying for their stuff. I mean, keeping a lot of your stuff to yourself and not taking anything from them. I feel like I've heard this somewhere. I don't know where I heard it from. Somewhere on social media, somewhere, how like a rule of thumb in the old school dating world was don't take any gestures from men. Like in the beginning, because they're going to be looking right. for something in return. And I mean, hey, it could go vice versa, okay? These are heterosexuals on here that are female. So you will hear us talking about, you know, men being, the us being the woman and, you know, whatever, um, the, what the man does a lot. Because uh, we're assuming, and not even assuming, we know women do the same thing. We just don't date women, so we're not talking about them. But it can apply. Anyways, I always have to put that disclaimer out there. But no, so um, this is a good time to wrap it up, but... Um, do you have any closing thoughts about this? Anything else you want to say about chess? We might have to do a part two if I if my mind gets rolling deeper on this chess thing. Because I did say I want to talk more about what each piece can do. But this just about nails it. Um, everything we covered, though. What else do you want to say about chess and dating? Or what advice would you give somebody about dating and chess? And how to protect yourself and protecting the king and you're the queen? And what would you say? I would just say, like, at the end of the day, chess is a game of war, psychological warfare, like, where you have to look at the board from every angle and um, put your... put your best foot forward when you're playing a game of war, but dating should never be a game of war like you know what I'm saying you want to get to know this person to the point where 
you don't always have to have your guard up and you don't have to always have a piece protecting the other piece because you're afraid of what this other person is going to do. So, that's just my advice. Don't don't think of of dating as a game of war like chess. And if you can get to that man frame and find somebody else in that same man frame, then maybe you can work on building something. Mm. Uh-oh, you used the word building. My friend Will hates when people bring up building. He says women always talk about building something. Oh my, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. Oh man. Yeah. I believe yeah, yeah. I'ma leave that right there. He said building. Um I don't have anything against the word. I'm I don't I don't to me if you're working together you have an end goal if you want to call that building I'm with it you know what I'm saying so an end goal together um yeah I think if I hopefully I don't butcher Will but he has a perspective that's more about the gender role pieces which is actually that would be a, a great episode it's a little bit on my last one but the woman being um, submissive in the terms that she comes to help the mission. She's sub, she's under the mission and she helps support the mission. And the man is doing all the building, all the hard, dirty work while she supports him. Um, Yeah, it's a good, when he describes it, it sounds better than how he introduces it. (laughs) If you stick with it long enough, then you begin to understand. I think you'll begin to understand if you could get past the abrasiveness and his word choice, which he's not going to change for anybody. People just need to get it. Um, I'll weather the storm to get the point. I'm I'm that type of person. I will. I love information that much that I'll go. I'll go get the information and bring it back to the to, to the ladies. But um, yeah. So that's when he says that's his his whole thing. His pet peeve about women talk about building. He is like y'all need to support, support. Get off the front line. It's for your benefit. Stop all this power couple partnership equal it comes off abrasive but the new age has women on the front line and that's a whole other episode in itself um mainly because men weren't on the front line and now they're just using it to their advantage and get get a woman that's getting the bag and you know that's a whole other episode so he's very traditional and i would even say biblical that's a whole other episode also but for all you christians out there but yeah, so buildings should be left up to the man while she helps support and gives her feedback, gives suggestions, her input, and the man will have the final say as a leader, not to be oppressive, not to shut her and silence her, but for them to be working together where he is on the front line doing the heavy lifting. Hopefully I nailed that. All right, well, if you ever listen to this, hope I nailed that. So yeah, no, um, it's not and see going back to my point about the podcast and i'll end it here unless you have another thought um the reality is dating is chess and people have to watch out for those people i think it's more people out here playing chess than there are people out here just doing a straight and narrow I think that's how you were trying to put it. Like, you shouldn't be dealing with people who are playing chess, a game of war. It's not supposed to be about war and taking down, kicking you down, right? That was was your point. Okay, yeah. So, and I want to add on, hopefully this is adding on and not trumping, that unfortunately, I believe nine times out of ten, it's chess to a lot of people out there, which is why there's so many suicide, homicides, and situations we've already brought up. Um, It's so fatal um it's too many people in their reptile brains trying to get their lower nature needs met and they're playing it by war they are conquering other human beings to use them i'll say this about ted bundy he said on one of his interviews um yeah i study people especially those type um he said you know people think murdering is always about vengeance and he said not all the time he said it's about um, I'm going to kind of butcher it a little bit, but it's unlike a Google. He said something about uh, power. And for him, he felt a wholeness because he was collecting 
souls. Mm. I mean, it was the creepiest, most enlightening, fascinating thing I had heard. He was killing people because he felt empowered. It gave it gave him. It was like how people get stars and notches. He was collecting souls. Mm. It was very. It was twisted on another level. He was collecting souls, and he put the skulls of his victims across the head of his bed. I mean, it's the same game. He just took yeah. it to another level. Them notches on the bed, and he yeah. was ah, and he's and he's and he was handsome. He wasn't no scrubby dude. I'm not saying he was everybody's type, but the Ted Bundy I picture was not who I saw online. Uh, he was smooth, charismatic. He always played victim to get people to. He already had the. He saw the whole board before he got his victims. He would have the door fixed a certain way in his car where they couldn't get out once they got in. I mean, he took victims from public places. The boy was bad. Yeah. You hear me? Did his own studying to work his own cases. Escaped prison, I think twice. Had a wife that helped him. I mean, it was like what? Okay. Anyway, so. No, my advice is for people to understand chess and to know when it's being played and get out yes. of it as soon as possible. Like, like my homegirl said, you notice that homeboy or homegirls playing chess, get out of there because they're trying to knock you down. They're not there for your benefit. They're there for theirs. They might want to put your skull on the, on the, on the head of their bed. <laughs> not a mental, not a mental sticker or reward. They might want your whole skull. And then another thing he would do is he had a necrophilia issue. So he would rape that well, yeah, he would he would go back and have sex with his victims and have burial sites for them, places of memorials. That's like ultimate power that you're dead and I still I have full control of your body. I don't even have to deal with your soul. Just got that out of the way. And Jeffrey Dahmer too, he wanted a sex slave. So he was doing something in people's like going in people's skull and putting chemicals and stuff in there so that he could have a sex slave. He's trying to make a sex slave. They're just twisted and they're 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 twisted warped minds on another level of the game, but it's the yeah. same concept. I need a slave to fulfill my lower nature need and by all means and any means and all costs. And I, I need to, to control it. this situation and people need to... by any means. Thank you. That's it. Watch out for those people. Yeah. So you can get to true love and stay safe. All right, I'm gonna end it there. All right, I, Dency, I'm a highlighter. I'm about to leave. Thanks the for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Hey, you are more than welcome. It was my pleasure. I, I'm a highlighter.